This podcast is produced and managed by Kangaroo Fern Media Lab, Australia's independent video and podcast company. We do the podcasting hard bits so you don't have to. We make podcasts easy. Book a call at www.kangaroofern.com. www.kangaroofern.com. This podcast is produced and managed by Kangaroo Fern Media Lab, Australia's independent video and podcast company. We do the podcasting hard bits so you don't have to. We make podcasts easy. Book a call at www.kangaroofern.com. www.kangaroofern.com. This podcast is brought to you by Guerrilla Podcast Syndicate, powered by Kangaroo Fern Media Lab. Kangaroo Fern is Australia's independent video and podcast management agency with a mission to help individuals and entrepreneurs to start their own podcasts and harness the power of podcasting. A Kangaroo Fern production. A Guerrilla Podcast Syndicate. Samutsari Conversation with Mimi to connect with other women who may need someone to talk to around everyday life issues and challenges from managing career and household to inner productivity, relationships, and other hot topics. Samutsari Conversation with Mimi Welcome to Samutsari Conversations with Mimi, a podcast featuring hot topics and other topics of interest for men and women alike. We feature guests in the show who share their passion, commitment to their talents and profession. And here at Samutsari, we share stories to inspire you, stories from ordinary people who make extraordinary things. And this is your host, Mimi Laurilia again. And we are now on our season two, where we feature online business owners, people who work from home, people who are virtual assistants, freelancers, anyone who's working in the online space. Because as I have mentioned previously, my goal for season two is to showcase the experiences, the struggles, and the successes of people working online. As we know, we've all been affected by the pandemic. So I think it's good for us to hear hear it straight from other people's mouths. So today I have another special guest. I have Mr. Ramon Agbisit with me. So Ramon is the marketing and social media manager of Little Bro Big Kitchen. Um, the, the nice thing about um, Ramon, as I was chatting to him, is that he is also into podcasting. So that we have something in common already. He took up communication arts at De La Salle University, Manila. That's also another common thing between us because I used to teach at De La Salle University, Manila. And he has been in the service industry for six years. And he's also the artist liaison of Pangatnigan, an online community mic, am I correct? By Artist Incorporated and the host of the Moonlock podcast. So Ramon, welcome to Samutsari and say hello to my vi- viewers and listeners. Hello everyone who is watching and listening Samutsari. My name is Ramon and thank you for having me, Tita Mimi, on the show. Yes, I'm always... Um, 
I, I think I my, my I thrive in the show with people with me in in the podcast room or in the in the meeting room because when mm-hmm. I just talk to myself I feel lonely I feel mm-hmm. like I'm not as energetic and as enthusiastic as opposed to having a person to uh, exchange ideas with so Ramon I'm, I'm very eager to learn about your story um, I I have a lot of questions in my head I don't know which way to begin. So this is just going to be as spontaneous as it can get. So I invited you because I originally uh, reached out to your dad because I see him on social media promoting little bros, little bros, little bros. So I said, hmm, this is something interesting and I want to find out more about little bros. So before you tell me about little bro, tell me why you took up communication arts first. I want to know your background as the person behind little bro. Um, what are your main focus or areas of interest at the moment? So let's segregate Little Bro for a second. So talk about Ramon for now. Uh, so I took up communication arts in De La Salle University in Manila just because I didn't like math. <laughs> so oh, it's the same with me. Story uh, of my life. Story of my yes. life. <laughs> so I wasn't really in into to all the math stuff. Um, I was more into video editing, um, production. So that was my interest. That's really my interest. Um, and then during college, I, I, I'm, I was also into performing. So I'm, I was part of the dance. Orga- I was, I was, uh, sorry, I'm part of the dance organization or dance varsity in, in La Salle, LSDC Street. And then... Um, I I listen to a lot of sports podcasts. That's why I'm I I I got interest into podcasting. Um, and then yeah. Um, basically it it um it was just for for fun really the the whole podcasting thing. Um, and then recently during the pandemic, I got um reacquainted with my friends at Artist Inc. So Artist Inc. is um, an NGO here in Los Baños, Laguna. Um, before the pandemic, Artist Inc. produces um, trainings, art trainings, um, theater productions for the community here and also in different parts of the Philippines. So, so there. Um, okay. Ano pa po yung ibang question? <laughs> Uh, one of the things that I'm curious about is how artists, yeah. um, how are the artists Inc. Um, continue to do their work given that it's pandemic. How are they doing their performances? Because my brother is was also a part of artists, so yes. I know that when you perform, you can be on a road trip, you can be anywhere doing your live performances. Most of them interactive, involving the audience. How how do you yeah. do that in an online environment? So um, this this interaction really came up to me as a surprise because it's really it's really uh, a small world for people here in 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 Las Vegas because I just met Tito Janus because of the production and then knowing that you are friends with my uncle it's really just um, a small small world uh, actually Tita um, we are partnered we are also partnered with Tito Eric Espiloy. Mm. Yeah. So he he mentioned that he he knows you also. So <laughs> you know why? Because Eric Espiloy's godfather was my dad. 
Yeah, yeah, oh, he's he, he mentioned. Oh, oh, so, so it's it's really been fun with with this interaction. Um, regarding with artists. So you want to start a podcast, or perhaps you've already started one, but you're still unclear on how you can actually make this podcasting work. No worries. That's why we're here for you. We are Gorilla Podcast Syndicate, powered by Kangaroo Fern Media Lab. Join our network. Contact us at info at kangaroofern.com because we're stronger together. Um, the, the whole concept of Pangatnigan was an open mic at the Artist Center here in Anos. So they invite, invite guests to do open uh, spoken word poetry, um, on live performances. And then when the pandemic came, uh, my friend Johan, um, he proposed that why not make it an online open mic so it it wasn't um it wasn't limited to to singers or spoken word artists but we also try to divert how can how can artists perform dance in a, in an online live setting so um how can artists do different um their their medium in an online setting so it's just not like performing so they can do also um, a little bit of teaching within the time period, within the limit, uh, performance limit. So it's 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 um it's really more. It was a it was an experiment at first, but since um people are very creative, we we just get mind blown on the performances that they make. So it's just basically uh if if they have basically internet and then if they have their mobile mobile or laptop. And then we do technical run, uh, tech runs before the show, so that we can set up the music and then the and the camera angles. Mm-hmm. Um, with regards to the theater, we diverted. It 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 was it was more of um um. It was it, it was a lot of technical stuff because we had recordings. So sorry sorry backstory. Last year we we did um up. Like an online show, an interactive online show, um, with 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 um, an with a community in with a film community in Colorado, Pasco. So um, we partnered with them and produced four online um, episodes for them, around um, forty to fifty minutes. Wow! So it was how um, live streamed or uh, how did how did you do the live show? So it was all recorded po. Um oh, so we had rehearsals, we had rehearsals uh a few months before the so we we premiered November um by July we started rehearsals already via Zoom. Uh-huh. So we had um people from Colorado, people from here in the Philippines um working together um setting up um rehearsals via Zoom and then we like like this one here at Zoom you can record the, the conversation right that's right so we do do so we do um we shoot quote unquote shoot via zoom yeah. and then like for example here uh, the setup is the two of us so we, we exchange lines exchange lines and then we we edit the whole production um uh, include music and then what what's great about that one is we also invited people from um, from Colorado, from their community to participate in the production. Okay. So they, 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 
yeah, they send in their their videos to us, and then we edit, and then we um, upload it on YouTube, set up Premiere, and then and then um, um, distribute it after after the show. Ah, uh, so so sorry. Uh, so it will premiere, and then it's on YouTube, and then we link it up to Facebook. So yes. simultaneously, they're showing. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. You know what? The reason why I asked you about that is because some people who might be listening to us or viewing us right now are also thinking about ways that they can pivot their ordinary or yeah. what used to be their normal. So because you're mm-hmm. an artist, you're used to performing, you know the technical bits that's required in, in an actual production. Um, actually, maybe teachers can also do the same thing if they have performing mm-hmm. arts, visual uh, types of things that are happening in the classroom. Uh, maybe they can approach you if they need somebody uh, that knows the technical aspects of that. Like what you said, you can collaborate with people from all over the world. You've proven that you can partner with people from Colorado. Who knows? There might be some community groups who are thinking of this but don't know how to do it. So it's yes. an opportunity to link up with them and, and, and showcase that. So thank you for explaining that part of your work. And I feel that it's exciting. And I'm glad to see that you have an opportunity to go online, to move across. Yes, That's yes. Transform your face-to-face to online. Now let's go back to your little bro's kitchen. Can you give us a little bit of a history, Ramon? Is this a family business? How did you start it? Is it? Is it a collaboration among millennials like you? What what gave the way for this uh, business and explain to the viewers and the listeners what Little Bros is all about? So the 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 first um, run of Little Bros was called Big Bros Big Kitchen. It was a um, collaboration with my dad and his his friends. Um, later because they were all big. That's why. Physically, <laughs> they're all big. big. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So um, they had a physical restaurant in Bayan, in here in Los Banos. Um, so basically, the concept was um, food delivery service, in way back 2016. So um, for those people who um who are in their offices and don't have the time to buy their food, so the main concept was really food delivery. Um, the the dine-in was just like um, to complement the, the delivery service because they had a place where they can run it. But um, basically, it was a delivery service. Okay. And then... Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead. And then um, during the pandemic, um, we, we noticed that everyone was delivering food. And since um, we have... Um, my my dad and Tito Eric were were well they were well, they were they're still close but um they they thought of maybe reviving the 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 business since it's really perfect for from their com- concept before yeah so they they um came up together and revived the the concept under little little bros big kitchen because they're still big okay. but uh what, what, <laughs> but is like, name, Ramon? what made them change from big bro to little bro it's because it's um, more because it's more catchy what's what's uh, the that? maybe just to separate from the 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 first the first one because um currently uh it became a family business 
So on, on our side, and then we 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 have Tito Eric as a partner. Ah, okay. So, yeah. So, but the business model is the same, right? It's still primarily a food delivery business. Food delivery but, business. Uh, you don't have a complimentary dine-in restaurant at the moment. Yes. Um, yes. Yes. And and you're catering to the people in Los Banos Laguna in general. Yes. You don't you yes, don't yes. go outside of Los Banos Laguna. Uh, we do. Um, we um we went as far as San Pablo. So it's like uh, it's still 20 kilometers from here, but that's that's scheduled po. Ah, okay. And also in Calamba. Okay. So for areas which is kind of far from here, we do it on a pre-order or scheduled basis. But here in Los Banos and maybe Bae or relatively near, um, we can do same day, same day ah. delivery. So my question is because I forgot to ask you, what sort of food does your um little bro kitchen um produce what types of menu is it primarily filipino food is it like pizza mm. pasta kind of uh, food uh-huh. so what's your um what's your menu looking like so we have seven dishes it's basically rice meals still rice meals filipino rice meals um barbecue chicken um grilled chicken sisig um sausages and um I also we also have um, Korean beef paired with rice and fish fillet for those who are um, who veer away from the pork. Yeah, yeah, not meat lovers. Yeah, not so meat lovers. Okay, so comparing your business when it first started prior to the pandemic and during mm-hmm. the pandemic, what can you say about the um, um, the number of people or your customers have you tripled, quadrupled in number? Mm-hmm. Has business grown really well during the pandemic, or is it just same same as long as you're afloat and you keep doing what you're doing? Um, I think it is still um an advantage to have a physical store because when we when we opened last November last uh, November November last year. The the quarantine restrictions gradually lessened, mm. so a lot of people and a lot of establishment are already opening up. So I we know uh, personally I noticed that um, the 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 sales compared um, from from the first few weeks of us opening because a lot of people were, were still order, ordering online. Uh-huh. Um, and then when it got gradually opened, um, establishments opened. So I personally noticed that um, sales were not really low, but like what you said, it's just kind of float. So at, for 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 us, um, having two three orders in a day is 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 a good day because mm. we were we are competing with people or established current establishments that are physically open. Okay. So. So, so that's one of the challenge when when your competitors yes. open. Obviously, there's a choice between them going to the physical mm-hmm. restaurant to eat versus ordering online. So in your case, yes. how is the system? Paint a picture for me, Ramon, because I can't mm-hmm. uh, imagine this happening in Los Banos because um, you know Los Banos is a very conservative town. Yeah, and yeah. some establishments don't have online payment system they still want you yes. to go to this to their uh, place to pay your bills so how does your online 
aspect work? Did you create mm -hmm. an app uh, that people mm -hmm. can, you know, put their orders in or do they, do they just call you and then you deliver? There's no face-to-face. -face. That's why we call yeah. it anything that doesn't have face-to-face -face is online. So um, yeah. explain that a little bit to the viewers and listeners. So technically, technically, we've been operating for three months. So we're still relatively young, very young. Um, what we're doing right now is we, we personally, I market for awareness because um, un unlike other established stores, um, people still don't know that we exist. That's why if they follow our, if they follow our page or look at our page and on Instagram, um, basically, I'm, I'm trying to boost our awareness more. So trying to be relevant, posting a lot of content. Um, and then when, when, when they order, um, we have a, a hotline. So we, we, we share our number. So they can text us their order or message us on Facebook. So that's relatively how, we, how, how the, the systems go go through ordering and then we have online payment so we have gcash um wherein they can they can send in their payments and we still do accept cash ah, so well, sometimes you cannot help it you, you sometimes still need to accept cash so you get the payment once the item has been delivered yes and sometimes um because like what you said tita um here in in los baños um so um not all are still verse with technology um with with just this gcash this this transfer of payments through mobile because a lot of a lot of people still want to hold their cash right that's right uh, yeah so well well for some they they pay ahead of time they they pay they pay once they're done ordering and then we'll just deliver it to them uh for for the others they they pay once it's delivered so it's kind of a mix of both but majority still is via cash, so we just um we just sanitize. <clears throat> excuse me, we just uh, sanitize it's after. The minimum health protocol standard. Of, yeah, yeah, know, yes. Everything so, that the DOH is saying about hand yeah, so wash. So every time, sanitizing. yes, every time we we hold cash, so we keep it after, and then I always remind my dad to um sanitize his hands after. So little things like that. Okay. So um, who is your target market, by the way? Are they students? Are they office workers? Do you have people at home, senior citizens mm -hmm. that are uh, no longer cooking for their own? What's the demographics of your target market? So our target market are your, um, people at the office and then people at establishments. Um, for those who are... And then... A little bit of the ones that are at home that um, that don't want to cook anymore, that's bored already, or has been very busy at the household and doesn't want to cook. So those are our target market. But majority, we're trying to push it. Um, we're trying to push on the working class at establishments like hospitals yeah. or supermarkets, um, banks. Um, people from UP. <laughs> uh -huh. So if, if they want to order, uh, yeah. So, so that, that's our... Yeah. That's good. You, you mentioned a while ago that you're trying to do a little bit more marketing. So uh, aside from yeah. online, do you still have the traditional marketing collaterals like brochures, you go drop them off, your flyers, yeah. or you have promotional vouchers or 
or gift cards and things like that and you go around in the community. How is that working for you in this time of the uh, pandemic? Baka bawal pumasok sa mga establishments. Do they mm-hmm. allow you to do that there? So what we what we started this year was we still wanted to do a little bit of the traditional traditional type of marketing so we have flyers printed out so last time when i went to when i went to lbc uh lbc uh, sorry jnt to to deliver a package mm-hmm. i was oh, i was biking going going to the, the courier and then when i went when i when i biking i was biking back home i have brochures so i just slip it onto the the gates of the the houses and establishments that i passed through so there um when we have also laminated menus that we give out to to bigger establishments so hoping that they'll be able to 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 order from from us yeah. there but how are you tracking uh for example you've left those flyers um yeah. with the establishments or the printed menus how do you track that your customers are from there do you ask from them there. how did you get to know us or you just assume that they got that from their your flyer so we so per, uh, i took note of the establishments that we gave our our flyers and menus um so far we're still waiting <laughs> hopefully they order soon because yeah. we just started last week for giving the Uh, okay, so it's a little bit it's too soon to know if yeah. if those flies had an impact. You know, the reason why I'm asking that, Ramon, is because some people wanted to go on a business, but they don't even know how to start. So the yeah. lesson that I'm getting from you is because you just started reviving this business, mm-hmm. pivoting it online, you still have to do a mix of traditional uh, yes. marketing and some online marketing as well. So yes. I, we just want to share that to the people who yes. are listening to us. And you mentioned a while ago that this is a family business now with uh, with the help of your teacher Eric as a partner. Do you have mm. any other family businesses or is this the only business that you guys are focusing on, which is this particular uh, service? We are Independent Podcast Network. We are Guerrilla Podcast Syndicate. Would you like to hear your brand while supporting quality podcasts? Contact us now at advertise at guerrillapodcastsyndicate.com. Um, Tita, I just want to go back a little, uh, a little bit. So, yeah. because here in, in here in Los Banos, um, I feel like the community is still not because because we tried Facebook ads, we tried Facebook ads and the demographics um, here in Los Banos. So the radius is kind of small, and we we tried to um, we tried to put it in a way that our goal is awareness. So we we noticed that not a lot of people though there are likes coming in because of the ads um but we noticed that not a lot of people are engaging um sharing um and then and since it's a it's awareness so the the conversion is really low so the the, the goal That's is right. different from what what that that expect right yeah but uh i i felt like Uh, Los Banos is still not ready for the full-blown online um, online selling or yeah. like for, for online restaurants, online food delivery services. Unlike in the states where they where there are um, restaurants, um, I, I read it, they call it ghost restaurants because there are no physical space, right? 
that That's you have right. Uber Eats. Um, here we have Grab Food and Food Panda. But um, when when Food Panda came here, we didn't partner up with them because we felt like um, the I, personally I felt like the the market here is still not. Um, that big enough to invest in the Foodpanda partnership. <laughs> yeah, Foodpanda partnership or the technology is well advanced, and the and the and the community here is still um trying to keep up or still That's trying right. to immerse themselves with the yes. with the technology. You will notice so we, that because of the stores, marami pa physical little sari yes, sari yes, store yes. right here and there. So everybody's yes. still thinking old style. Yes, yes, yes. And unlike in unlike in Manila, where in where in traffic is really heavy, uh-huh. and um, people really don't want to go outside because of the the commute, um, so so Food Panda, Grab, and and the likes are really are really booming there. Uh-huh. So we so we felt like it's still important to do to do traditional marketing um, flyers, but um, since we have an experience from Manila because I I, I worked for, in Manila for the longest time. Um, I I wanted to do something different here. I mm-hmm. wanted to do something that um the Manila people are doing. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying. Uh, I'm trying. Yeah, I'm trying to introduce it here. I'm trying to tap um local influencers. Um, oh, and who then are hopefully... the local influencers? Maybe you are the influencer. <laughs> that is. That is something that they have to look out for because um, we're, we're actually I was able to talk to 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 a friend, so we're 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 just still trying to to um lay it down, but um he agreed already, and um I I am really excited about this this tapping of influencers because I believe that this is the future of of advertising and and marketing. That's right. Um, that's right. So. Mm. Um, sorry. What was the original question no, again? <laughs> no, that's okay. That's okay because uh, we're telling our viewers and the audience about your challenges. I'm not saying oh, yeah. difficulties. Uh, we're acknowledging that when you pivot your business from from a regular restaurant offering food delivery to online, you have to think about uh, the the most creative ways of reaching yes, your yes. target market. So uh, I asked you a question a while ago. Is this your only family business? Oh, or yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have other businesses as well to complement the food delivery uh, uh, business? Yes. So at, at the start of the pandemic, so so March, right? So uh, since my sister is in Vietnam, um, she was able to discover um, a supplier of, of uh, face masks. So it's a antimicrobial face mask. It's a three-layered. It's very, it's very fit on your face. Um, so origin. Um, at this. Um, since my sister was the entrepreneur type, um, she got it from my mom. Um, when she was still here, she started an online clothing business, Everybody's Closet 101. Yeah. And then we 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 also revived it at the start of the pandemic, and then we started. Um, selling face masks uh, and face shield, as well as um, some um, items that will that can be used for disinfecting. So, so we have we we had that, and then and then, um, so we had that we have that business, and then personally, um, I partnered with some of my some of my friend childhood friends here, who is a chef. Um, he 
he does um we we distribute Korean meat, sangyupsal. Ah. So he he's the one that supplies the the meat um vacuum seal it here in Los Baños and then wow. um um we deliver the the meat to our customers. So that's another business that we have. I'm I'm loving then, everything that you're telling me, Ramon, because you're just proving to me that. For example, let's go back to the face mask and everything. You might yeah. think that it's so saturated now. You know, people are selling yes, yes. face masks and things like that, disinfecting material. But but because people need it, I don't think it will be saturated at all. I, there's, yes, I think yes. there will always be a demand for that. And before, I didn't understand what this Sangyup sell. I cannot even pronounce <laughs> it. I don't even know what it is, but I see it on, on, the, um, on YouTube. Uh, people are doing... Uh, like Ryan Bang doing that, yeah. and even the mukbang. I don't understand what it is, but uh-huh. eating. So I'm thinking there might be a demand for that. So again, another lesson that I'm picking up from you is that you are tapping onto what is currently um, what people like, what people want, and then uh-huh. you try to ride the tide and you try to supply the needs. For example, yes. there might be a bigger need than what the supply can uh, accommodate. So you're trying mm-hmm. your best to, to source out these items, even as far as Korea, um, uh-huh. to make sure it's authentic. You're delivering authentic uh, products to the public. So based on your initial assessment, are those products doing well, like the meat and the health, um, health items? Are they selling as you have expected? So the, the face mask at the start of the pandemic last year really boomed. I mean, we were able to ship out 1,000 masks in about like a few months after the pandemic. So there, there, there's really a need because there was a, a need for it. Mm. And people before were um, looking for the right face mask because since the, the, the COVID was relatively new that time, so people were, were figuring out what mask was the best for them. Yeah. Um, and then when uh, around mid-year last year, so it kind of died down, kind of died down. And then that that's where we went to the the food, so the the the, the Korean meat. Um, basically, both um, we we started the the mask because it was a necessity. It's it's a need at at the time, and it still is now. Um, when it died down, so we were like, okay, um, we have our stocks here. Eventually, we'll be able to ship everything out because there's a need for a face mask. So yeah. we just let it. So we just let it be. Yeah. So we were okay that it it wasn't. Um. Uh. We weren't getting sales as much as we wanted to, but it, it we were okay with it. Yeah. So it was a need, and then, um, the Korean meat because there were not a lot of dine-ins before, so a lot of people also have um were going into the home experience with so their they were buying grillers at their houses so the the korean meat was perfect um for for the households so they won't go out anymore yeah and then and then since the 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 establishments open up so okay we 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 have we we are kind of lelo lelo a little bit mm-hmm. um but but um technically uh, the the face mask start of this year even though we weren't posting as much people people were um messaging us on facebook ordering so we were like okay 
um at least we have our presence we have our our page so yeah. people will eventually will eventually come so yeah. we weren't really pushing it as much because uh also we opened up um little bros yeah so you are concentrating um, on the little bro that's okay right as long now. as you you're moving your products around I yes think yes, that's yes the most important thing um i'm really really i don't know i i can't find the word i i like your your determination i like your determination and commitment in in whatever it is that you decide to do is it because you are a young person or is it because um, you are influenced by the support of your family? Or what's the driving force why you and your family members mm -hmm. and even your friends always try to find ways to earn um, that mm -hmm. income? Uh, you don't have to be in business, but you chose to be in yeah. business. So give us a little bit of an insight on that. So um, when I was growing up, my parents were full-time entrepreneurs. So, so my dad... Um, retired early, and my mom, growing up, was really the the business the business type of woman. And when when I was growing up, I see them um, selling a lot of stuff, um, uh, a lot of wellness stuff. And at first, I really didn't understand because I was I'm, I'm the shy type. Even though I perform, I'm really the type of person that would really just uh, um. I'm not really this talkative, so I would yeah, just, if I can be silent, yeah, yeah if I can be silent and not interact with a lot of people, I would. Mm -hmm. uh, but um, at, and then my sister got that trait, the in, the entrepreneurial trait from my mom as well. So they were really the, they were the people here at the house who are more the business minded type of people. Um, at the start of this year, um, because we I I resigned. At my corporate job, so I, and then with the Sangyuk business, it's what it was with my friend. So, um, it it wasn't really hard to to start business, yeah, because I have the people here at the house and with my friends. But um, it's very challenging for me because I'm not really into selling. So there's a part of me that's really shy in in sharing stuff. But if but the principle really of of our the principle really here at our house is if it works for us if we use the product and it works for us it it's more um that's the time we will sell the product or yeah. endorse the product so yeah. if, if it's not working for us if we're not using it then we won't sell it that's right do you so, have to yeah, be committed right. and true to your product as yes. well yes okay, yes that's yes, a good yes. lesson too I, I never thought about that but that's a good kind of attitude if you don't believe in the product you're selling how how yes. how can you do a good okay. job of promoting it so you really really yes. have to be in love yes, with yes. the product you know what one yes. i really want to continue talking with you but i realized i our time is almost up i want to keep going but what is your um um last advice to other young people like you who want to start their own business or maybe they uh -huh. have a family business already but they're not sure how to to move it across to online or maybe they have a bright idea but too shy to implement the idea. So just give us anything that comes to your mind to inspire other people to do something different or to move into a business as well. Okay, so I hope this helps um, a lot of people or the, I mean the, the listeners or whoever is listening to this. Um, at the start of the, uh, 
at the start of Lil Bros, um, to be honest, to be honest, I wasn't really, really committed to it as much as I as much as I wanted to, uh, for for some reason, um, but but my my dad talked to me and and made me realize that to really really commit to it, if if you are if you have an if you have um a business in mind or idea in mind um i think you just have to really go for it personally i've been away from creatives and marketing because i i started in a i started in the bpo industry ah. and then um i started in the yeah in the bpo industry and then um after after that to service industry the service industry worked with teaching uh worked with kids and then went back to the 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 BPO type of industry again so i've i've been away from the creative stuff for for a very long time but whenever i wanted to to get out of the 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 industry i was in i wanted to go into marketing and ah. to, to my field right so um when 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 this started um i wasn't really into it wasn't really committed i'm, I'm doing the the artworks but so so just a so so feeling but um i realized that if i wanted it i really have to discipline myself set set goals yeah um so just just commit to it if if you're if it's new to you consume content there's a lot of content of your niche that you can learn from so currently i'm into a lot of marketing um advertising content i listen to a lot of content from gary vaynerchuk um i listen um i read um advertising or marketing for food that, that small stuff uh, yeah. that small um articles that you because i i'm really learning a lot and i think they will see it on little bros um um instagram and facebook page because if you also read the the copy or the caption it's really also me <laughs> so just really go for it a lot of people I, I i talk to a lot of friends um especially in my in my org um, alumni a lot of alumni since i mentioned a while ago tita that i'm really shy so yeah. i try to break it because being Get shy won't won't really lead me to it won't really lead me anywhere yes. so I, I i talk to a lot of alumni try to ask for tips and advices um and then i try to be consistent uh, i try to be consistent with um with my other passions like the the podcast so i'm starting to try i'm starting to be more consistent with it so just so Bottom line, bottom line is, um, commit to it. Commit to your idea. Um, there will be a lot of, um, a lot of struggles. You might doubt yourself. Like for for me, when I do my when I do the creative stuff, um, my my layout. Sometimes I'm not sure if it will work. Yeah. But, but, I'll post it anyway. It because it might. Yeah, because you never know it, until you try. You never know, yeah. Because if it won't, then you can just adjust and then try to make it the next post better. Yeah. So commit to it. Um, set a goal for yourself and 
um, ask for help. There's there's um, there's nothing wrong with asking for help. Yes, so, good tips, good tips. Yeah, even uh, if you're not friends, if 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 you have idols or if you or if you're looking up to someone, um, direct message them, PM them because you may you 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 never know. You, you'll never know. Yeah, you'll never know. They might reply to you and they give you important tips. So yeah. That's great. So it's the same with me. Every time I approach people for my podcast, I I will tell myself if wala mawawala, if they don't reply, yes, it's yes. okay. But if they yes. reply, it's a win. So yes, whatever yes, happens, it still works for you. So yeah. Ramon, thank you for your time today. I really, really appreciate all the insights that you shared. Coming from a young person like you, a lot of us older people can learn a, a lot of <laughs> young people. Um, your determination, like I said, um, the, the way you want to commit to this, to everything that you're doing right now is very admirable. And I hope other young people will be like you. They will become business-minded. They will think about their future. They will think about helping their family. So thank you again for coming. And to formally end the show, uh, guys, this has been another uh, very interesting Samutsari conversation with Mimi. If you have any other stories or topics that you wish to feature in the show, please reach out to me by my email. It's in the description or uh, description of this uh, episode. Uh, and just to remind everybody that Samutsari is a member of the Guerrilla Podcast Syndicate. You can reach out to them in their website or uh, reach out to me via my Facebook page. I now have a fa- Facebook page for Samutsari. And obviously, please do not forget to like subscribe and share my youtube channel thank you everybody ramon let's say goodbye to our listeners um, and viewers and if you have any questions you can reach out to ramon just contact me and i will link you up with ramon thank you everyone and until next time bye thank you for listening make sure to visit our website at www.guerillapodcastsyndicate.com where you can subscribe to the show in apple podcasts Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or via RSS, so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, rate and review this podcast and share it with your friends. You can also join the conversation with Gorillas RV on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Please consider on making a donation to help us keep making the podcast you love. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. A Guerrilla Podcast Syndicate Production We are Independent Podcast Network. We are Guerrilla Podcast Syndicate. Would you like to hear your brand while supporting quality podcasts? Contact us now at advertise at guerrillapodcastsyndicate.com. Are you ready to finally start your own podcast? Maybe you already have one, but need a podcast manager to help you level up. We're here for either. Book a call at www.kangroofern.com www.kangaroofern.com